Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Welcome, friends. It's Balloon Party, driven by Munganess Burkhardt, St. Louis Acura, Munganess Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, Munganess St. Louis Acura. Jackson, I misstated it. Can I have it back? Maybe it's because I'm staring at your hair. My God, it is thick and lush. Thank you. And it's got it's got things going on, too. Yeah, things are happening. I really wish that our camera here on the, uh, on the uh, Airlines team cameras here were... On the other side, because this, my left side, is my good side. Oh, watch this, this is my good side. But that's yeah. because my skull's like conclave. Right. right, so just like your skull is conclaved. What do you have going on? I part my hair going towards the, the left. Oh, yeah, you're always wanting to go to the south? That's right, that's always. And so, uh, and so the other side, the brake side, it kind of looks weird. Like I kind of, it's a, it's a weird look. But this side... Like when we do QFTA. Right, 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 right. Which we'll be doing today. That's correct. Uh, YouTube.com slash TMASTL. The camera is to my left. So if you look at both, like still images from both, you would think I'm two different people. Is that right? Well, I really? got the same thing going on. Yeah. I didn't know that, but your head is probably symmetrical, is it not? I haven't heard otherwise, but I haven't gone buzz cut in 15, 20 years. Right, so. right. Why don't you get a flat top? <laughs> like Howie Long? <laughs> right. Are those still in? People still wearing flat top? I guess how long is, so yeah, why not? it's working. Yeah, high and tight, flat top, that'd be a good look. Yeah, would you like to see Jackson in a, in a flat top next week here on Balloon Party? Text in your answer, 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service text line. Uh, then you can also participate in the YouTube chat uh, where 82 people were waiting for us when we started this program. And by the time we get going, and I mean this little Piddles Friday six-shooter gets going... 150. It's going to double. They'll be in there and they'll be talking it over. They've they become like their own little club in that YouTube chat, Jackson. It is. It's like a party. You yeah, know? it's the 101 ESPN uh, YouTube chat. So go on in there. As Jackson referenced, the studio cameras are brought to you by the Air Alliance team. Uh, a lot to talk about because we have the Little Piddles Friday six-shooter. I'm also in the mood to go deep diving. All it takes is one text or a YouTube comment. And the next thing you know, your Venmo has $35 directly from me. Easy as that. Imagine being able to show all the ladies at Napoli, I got a Venmo from a guy doing a one-hour midday show, and he sent $35. I'm upside down, I'll be honest with you. But you know what? It leads to my synapses firing, and you can't put a you can't put a price on that. You can't put a dollar. I don't know. I don't even know where would we go deep diving. I'm open to it. I'll tell stories. That's kind I'll of tell tales. Tall tales? No, not tall tales. Truthful tales, because this is honesty in media. Indeed, indeed. That's kind of the fun of a deep dive. Is it can go any which direction, whether it's you know extremely relevant to what's going on in sports at this very moment or not. That's the fun parts of the deep dive. Yeah, so come on in. The water is uh, warm on that. Jackson, you have this Friday six-shooter, and it's called the Little Piddles Friday six-shooter. And I'm intrigued to see, uh, you got to go with the Blues and Canucks. You got to, right? Yep. There's the lead, ladies and gentlemen. Jackson Burkett in his thick, luscious locks. The Blue Note with a very strong showing, taking down one of the best teams in the West and only allowing one goal. 
do games like this, given the context of the season, underscore their wild inconsistency? If they can beat a team like Vancouver, why do they struggle a few nights later with lesser teams? Well, you know, that's the nature of the beast, Jackson. Uh, they're 6-3 and three now under Drew Bannister. And uh, I'm a fan of the Curbside podcast. Listen to it every morning following a game. And I was listening to Chris Kerber and Joey Vitale break it down. Also, they have Steve out on there regularly. I guess that's for home games. And... Uh, and Vitaly was pointing out, he goes, you know, if you really look at the games, and I like to look at, you know what I am? I'm a trust the process guy. Mm-hmm. The game against the Avalanche that they lost last Friday, good performance, um, but gave up a, a goal late and weren't able to get at least one point out of it. And it's not like they played terribly against Pittsburgh, but it was certainly a different caliber of game. His point being is that the record actually could be better than it is, and furthermore, of the six wins, three have been comeback wins, whereas under Barubi this year, the Blues would get in a hole and they couldn't get out of it, mm-hmm. much less what you made reference to, which is the inconsistent performances. So a couple of things stand out to me about yesterday. Number one, they beat a great team, a team that really schooled them earlier on in the year. Number two, uh, Jordan Bennington bouncing back after giving up the early goal. Number three, the Blues only allowing Vancouver 26 shots. And then number four, but perhaps it's the biggest topic, is the day Robert Thomas had with being an all-star in addition to uh, his performance in the game and being the number one star. And the fact that the Blues are finding this young player who they have invested in delivering results and return. And running parallel to that, I think he was the game's third star. Spinnington was two, Colton Pareko. And his ability here as of late to keep the top lines of the opposition in check. And yeah, he's not going to be scoring a bunch of points, but relative to what he has been and the criticism he has certainly gotten, and I think it's justified. I don't think it's unjustified. It's just he's playing better this year. Um, he is becoming uh, a real force out there, not offensive force per se, uh, even though he was. Uh, represented there last night, but uh, in shutting down opposition's top line. So, you know, all I want out of this year is some kind of hope that, hey, when April rolls around, the Blues might be playing because there's nothing like Stanley Cup playoff hockey. And when you beat a team like Vancouver, especially in the midst of a stretch here when you're going to be playing some of the top opposition in the NHL, that's super encouraging. Uh, Also of note, Jake Neighbors was all over the place, didn't lead to any goals, but... uh, what were you saying when we were talking about the game? When we were going over the film, you said, "Oh, it looks like neighbors is buzzing the tower, eh?" Yeah, buzzing the tower. Just the way that he can put the the cow pie in the hay barn. I don't know. I just I'm, I'm grasping at straws here. Yeah. I feel like if you would have said that with a little more conviction, as opposed to like if I started to try to to read my Latin textbooks from years <laughs> gone by, people might have bought it. You know, what I did see yesterday hmm. is Jimmy Snuggerud's clapper from damn near the blue line. Look at this. In the World Juniors, I was lucky enough to... What was going on with you? Were you, like, held hostage? Right. Well, I was lucky enough to to gallivant my way into the 101 sports office. And And Marshy Marsh and the Playful Posse and Jamie Rivers were in there. They were. Kerry Davis was in there, Anthony Stelter, just hanging out, just a bunch of guys, a bunch of hockey guys, you know, chopping it up. And up on the uh, television set was the game, and, like, the three seconds I looked up, Jimmy Snuggerut nailed the... It was was an awesome shot. Top... Top shelf bar Mexico is what they say. 
And uh, his father's celebration was great. Real, real old school dad celebration. You. So yeah, so that is. So you're uh, bullish on the Blues' younger players now because you got a little. You made a little visit back there to talk it over with your father, Jamie Rivers. That's right. That's right, Papa. And uh, that's what you call him. Yeah, you pa- say afternoon, Papa. Yeah, Papa. That's right. Bingo. Like a Oliver Twist. And I guess obviously not there, but in the sense of uh, between him, you mean? I, and by him, I mean Snuggerroot. You're talking about. Fievel from Oliver Twist? <laughs> uh, Dalibor Dvorsky? Dvorsky? Da- Dalibor? I would have stuck with it and then that started challenging yourself. Again, if you can bluff at the pot with conviction, you might get the guy to lay it down. But when you start, when, you, when the chips start shaking as you, as you throw them out in the pot, I'm going, I've got seven high, but this guy's going to fold if I come over the top. But isn't that the ultimate meta play where you look nervous? Oh, so you're giving off false tells. You're so, on the third level over that's there? That's right. That's right. It's 3D chess over here, Tim. It's but yet you fiddles. still mispronounced his name when you went back for it. Why? Well, you know. Fifth level. Commitment. God. You got to commit to it, baby. Yeah, you're always, you're always got to keep everyone on their toes. I'm not Teddy KGB with the most obvious tell in, in poker history. The Oreo. Well, what else would he be doing with it? Either way, between those two gentlemen, you got to be a little... And Nate Neighbors, who's a young guy himself. Nate Neighbors, his brother. Nate, 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 Nate and Jake. But here's the thing on the Nate Neighbors play. You didn't go Nate, I mean Jake. You just you said Nate Neighbors and you kept going. I truthfully thought I said Jake. Maybe I have Nate on the mind. Who's uh, Nate? Robinson. Good fight against Jake Paul. You got to be excited about the young core. How could you not be? You see that? Well, you take if you're not, you know, if you're not driving, don't text and drive or don't look at your phone while you're driving. Good if counsel. You're at, if you're at home, take a look at Snuggerud's goal yesterday. That was filthy. Ooh, look at you. I, there's not much in hockey that gets me like. Did Jamie Rivers turn to you and go, "What do you think of that goal there, Piddles?" Uh, no, which I thought was a mistake. You yeah, know? to get your. I think he should assessment. lean on me. I've given him some some little hockey. Nuggets. Yeah, to, I feel like when I've been at some Blues games and I'm, I'm looking over there and he's between the two benches, I feel like I see you sometimes. I'm texting with him, texting with him, and he, you know, he's trying to get just he's trying to get some counsel from me right. because I know so much about the sport, despite right. you know watching three seconds total of hockey yesterday. <sighs> Gosh, no. So that means you watched the juniors in the afternoon, probably only because you went back to the 101 office. But last night, the Blues were on. They were mm-hmm. playing, as you made reference to, one of the top teams in the West. Oh, yeah. There's Star Wars characters all over the building. What more could you want? But you didn't watch. No, 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 no. What were you watching? I mean, come on, man. Like, there's, This is the first opportunity we got to see Wembenyama versus Giannis. Oh, no. Well, here's my logic on this. And I think people might be responsive to this. Oh, they'll be responsive. Wemby and Giannis only get to match up with each other twice a year. There are 81 other Blues games I can watch, and they're only going to have their first matchup once, so I'm not going to miss a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and I was rewarded handsomely. That was a fantastic basketball but game. But do you feel a, a moral or ethical obligation to the listeners of this program to come in and be able to talk about the local professional hockey team whose games air right here on this station as opposed to a distant Lons NBA game? Hmm. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, and the answer, to be short and sweet about it, is no. My God, that's Jamie Rivers' music. But I, because I refuse to deny myself happiness. Huh. If an opportunity presents myself where I can be happy, and I know I can be happy, I'm going to do all that I can to be happy. Oh and my I gosh, knew, it's and selfless. I, and I and I I truly loved watching that game last night. I was texting with my dad. It was it was great vibes, you know. So 
no, I have no regrets. No whatsoever. apologies to her right here. No, absolutely no apologies. Not. Absolutely not. And if you thought Snugger, it's you know, goal was sick, you should watch Wemby's block on Giannis. That's big boy stuff right there. Uh, let's see. I'm heading into this 101 ESPN text inbox. The number is three one four. Three nine 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 six four six. I just looked across the 101 ESPN studios. I noticed, Jackson, you turned away from it like there was an eclipse starting up. Mm-hmm. Good thing I took the unders on Piddles watching five seconds of hockey yesterday. That's from the 714. Yeah, your account's been credited. Uh, you, you enjoy a good non sequitur in our text inbox. Drive-by takes. The clowns after this show never talk MLS. So BK and Ferrario okay. and Tanner just took a shot about MLS out of nowhere. But just, you know what? There out, it is. Absolutely out of nowhere. You being on the radio denies me happiness every day, Piddles. That's from my guy, the Great Ape Auto Detailing. Well, I, I never said it was altruistic by any means. I'm not trying to give happiness. I'm taken, baby. The only time I want to see Wembley and Giannis is when I play Scrabble. Wow. How could I, how could I go up against that comedic level right four. there? What the hell, Piddles, are you trading on us? What's up with you watching hockey? Had to been bored or nothing else was on TV. It's from the 314. I watched it because it was on in the sports office for, like I said, like three seconds. But I did. it was great timing, maybe even like a message from above that I got to see that goal. Because now I'm high on Snuggeroo, which is the most adorable name in hockey. Jimmy Snuggeroo. Yeah, we got to get him on, and you ought to tell him how adorable his name is. It is. It's a, it's a, what a darling. Book Snuggeroo. All right. Um, anyone have his number? Rock? I, I don't even know if that is Rock back there. I just see a <laughs> long <laughs> hair. A ghost? I don't know. Is it Good Morning tell. Grant? I don't know. I think it's Rock. I don't know. It's kind of shaded. You can't really see. Oh, it's Rock. <laughs> no, it's Grant. That's a guy. Then Now that's someone. No, what does that mean? Me. Well, he can give me Snuggeroo's number. He's a, so he, you're making it sound like the producer of the Morning Drive program in St. Louis, Missouri, couldn't get the number, but there's Good Morning Grant, and you're like, well, he can get the number. Rocchio can't. That's how, that's how he took to me. If I had to venture a guess, I would tell you that Matt Rocchio, like me, was watching Giannis vs. Wemby last night. Oh, wow. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. He might, he might retain counsel now. Maybe he has multiple screens and he had both on, but knowing Rock and knowing what was going on last night... I would think you'd be more interested in that. But maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't Akio know. takes a shot. Maybe I don't know. Uh, all right. You can give your thoughts. Many of you are choosing to do so. 314-399-9646. I, uh, that's the Air Comfort Service text line. I'm looking for a deep dive. Yeah. I really am. Mm-hmm. I want to go diving today. What can we get? What can we get? $35 to your Venmo in the YouTube chat or in the Air Comfort Service text line. Tim McCurden, Jackson, Burkett with you. This is Balloon Party. Driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura and Munganass, Burkhardt, Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, balloon party. Driven by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Burkhardt Alton Toyota. Tim McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you for one hour of what has been called by critics around the globe. Radio excellence. Couldn't be described as anything else, Tim. Thank you. Felt like you were a little quick there on uh, Uptake. Uh, we're in the middle of this little pedals Friday six shooter. There were some good suggestions. I have to say, I don't know if they're thirty five dollar caliber deep dive requests though. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the uh, in both the text inbox and in the YouTube chat, more so in the text inbox, you can text yours in. I mean, I just send out thirty five dollars, and somebody asked if I am if the Venmo is light. It is. Um, 
I don't know what I was talking about. Somebody said, because of your fiduciary responsibility on betting on a game. I don't know what it was that I was a fiduciary responsibility on. Probably was it the Bama minus six thing and once it was going towards overtime? Bama minus six. Against Michigan? I was getting to on that. No, I know, but live betting it because the only way that they could... Oh, I, no, I didn't bet, I didn't okay. bet that. Oh, okay, oh gotcha. I almost did. It's good, good. That's a, an astute observation on your point and if, or on your part, and if that's where the texture's coming from. No, I did not wind up betting it, but I mm. really was. Yeah. Because I was just like, there's no way Michigan's going 75 yards. Right. And guess what? They went 75 yards. Mm. Jackson, question two of the Little Piddles Friday Six Shooter, and I'll go back into the text inbox for a deep dive, perhaps for the second half of today's balloon party on 101 ESPN. Yes, sir. Ken Rosenthal mentioned that the Cardinals are interested in making a move for Dylan Cease along with the Dodgers somehow. Uh, what do you mean somehow? Well, You're talking about the Dodgers just adding? They just keep yeah. signing just keep pitch- going. They yeah. just keep signing right-handed pitchers like left and right. It's crazy. Would this be a move that you could see the Cardinals actually making? And we talked about the offseason grade being around a C. What would it be if they made a move for Dylan Cease? Uh, I would enjoy that. He's 28 years old. Two more years of control. So that that would make sense. My big thing this offseason was don't get yourself in a spot where you're overpaying for somebody who is not going to be able to come remotely close to generating the value for the expense. And I believe they have done that in the back end of their contract. That like The, the only one I can really hold up as a clear example to me anyway is Aaron Nola. And so far, now Snell and Montgomery are still out there. They haven't done that. Um, so with that said, he's 28. Different set of circumstances because he's got two more years under control. So I would absolutely welcome that. And I think, I think for many Cardinal fans who right now would consider themselves super down on the franchise's offseason, that if they were to bring in Cease, that opinion would immediately change. Yeah, because it not only improves the starting rotation, which we all know has been the biggest headline of the offseason, but that would probably move Steven Matz into the bullpen where he did have success last year. And you can turn a contract that's bordering on Albatross into possibly something that's worth considerably more if he's effective out of the bullpen. So if that were to happen now, I mean, I read Rosenthal's column on The Athletic about it. It's certainly not saying that the Cardinals, no. are, it's saying the Cardinals still have interest despite spending $98 million on Lynn Gibson and Gray, and then also that the Dodgers still have interest despite spending more than a billion dollars <laughs> yeah. on their haul so far this offseason. But a lot of the focus is more on what's going to happen in the American League East, in particular with yeah. the Red Sox and the Yankees, because in Boston, they haven't done anything. No. Uh, at least relative to what the expectations are of fans of the Red Sox. So that's the thing, man. You're talking about a handful of these starters left out there, and uh, and there's, a, there's still a bunch of teams whose fan bases feel like their teams haven't done remotely close to enough. Cubs. And, and, and that would be one of them, but more so, I feel like, in the American League. And then just in general, when you see what the Dodgers have done, I think some teams might be going, I don't even know if it's... Right, that's the thing. But you do. I mean, listen, how great would it be? We've seen the Cardinals and Dodgers play quite a bit. How many times have the Cardinals and Dodgers played in the postseason, Jackson? (laughs) I'm going to do the math off the top of my head. Like ever? Yep. Including like the Brooklyn Dodgers? Uh, They were both in the National League. Oh, yeah, that makes... Well... No oh, yeah, there was no, there was, yeah. Right. Uh, eight times. I've got five. Okay. Now, right. I'm doing this off the top of my head. I know the most recent would have been 20. 
14? That's correct, Matt Adams. They're yeah. going wild in the Mound City. 09 before that. Did they no, do 13? 13, 09, yeah. And then after that, I know they didn't do it in 06, so, and that's when 04. Yeah, yeah, that's before my uh, sports knowledge begins. Yeah, I was out in Los Angeles for that. Jose Lima shut him down in game three, but the Cardinals wrapped it up in four. And then the teams went out there and shook hands, like NHL teams do following a playoff series, which was the idea of Canadian Larry Walker. Fun facts for no one tell. Sometimes I have them, sometimes I don't. And then before then, Jackson, go crazy, folks. Yeah. Go crazy. Yeah. Five. That's what I've got. Now, maybe, maybe I'll go into the text inbox, and if I'm wrong, I have a feeling somebody would tell me. Yeah, I was, I was definitely I think I'm right. in the 80s. There, mm-hmm. there have been a couple of situations where they would have played. Uh, so with that all said, how great would it be to have the Cardinals, kind of the David versus the, uh, the Dodgers, the Goliath, in an NLCS? How yep. wonderful would that be? Six. Tw- 2021. Ah. Yeah, I guess you've got to count that. Yeah, I'm thinking a series. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I, I think I'm going to yield to you. I'll yeah. say six. I'll yeah. count that. And the Cardinals have only scored runs, though, in five. <laughs> yeah. Playoff God, you remember started. that day? God, that was brutal. Uh, so, um, you know, I mean, it's it's Dodgers and Braves, yeah, and certainly. Phillies, mm-hmm. and then we have a drop off. What are the uh, World Series odds That's right a good now? Question: I would I would think that uh, the Cardinals are probably. I would guess the Cardinals are like tenth to win the World Series. I was going to go somewhere between 10, ten and fifteen. Well, I, I mean, it's kind of giving yourself a nice wide berth. Well, it's wide berth uh, Friday, baby. Is that right? Well. Now it is. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now, Tim. I can tell you're buying time. I've been around the block. Dodgers are plus 375. Braves plus 700. Yankees plus 800. Astros plus 1,000. Phillies plus 1,100. Rangers plus 1,100. Blue Jays plus 1,400. Orioles plus 1,600. Rays plus 2,000. Mariners plus 2,200. Still no sign of the Cardinals as we go through 10. Now we're on 11. And the Cubs are plus 2,400. The Mets are plus 2,400. Twins plus 2,500, Giants plus 2,800, Red Sox plus 3,300, Padres plus 3,300, and then we get to the Cardinals, also plus 3,300. Mm. Now, I would love to, well, Steve Cohen's a different animal, but the, both the Padres and Mets come up. comes with the favorite to win the Central. That's surprising. Plus 185. That's surprising. Cardinals me. plus 200. Brewers plus 400, Reds plus 425, Pirates. Plus twenty five hundred. What are they doing? Can they just get relevant? I, mean, I guess it's nice. It's like having Vanderbilt around. It's like a bye week. Yeah, it's it, it's so weird how and 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 such a great ballpark in a city that loves. Well, sports. I mean, the A's are plus fifteen thousand to win the AL West. So it's quite an advantage to be in these certain divisions. White Sox are plus thirty five hundred to win the American League Central. Nationals. I mean, at least they won a World Series here five years ago, but they're plus eight thousand. And the Rockies are kind of a Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. They're plus fifteen thousand. The Cardinals plus fifteen thousand. Quadruple A team. Just mm-hmm. give all their best players in history. Even though Todd Helton and money. Todd Helton might be a Hall of Famer. Would you like it. Nolan Arnato and money? <laughs> I mean, yeah. We'll give you a we'll give you Nolan Arnato and money. We just want Austin Gomber. <sighs> okay, we're gonna talk it over and get back to you. <laughs> you don't want to tip your hand or anything. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's uh yeah, there's a couple of uh, quadruple A teams still playing. I don't know. The Pirates being 2,500 is crazy to win the probably the worst division in baseball. Maybe the AL Central rivals it. I would say AL Central. Yeah, yeah, certainly one of the two worst divisions. But, yeah, yeah, but uh, the Centrals are having their issues. Yeah, that's and maybe maybe that's a contributing factor 
in the grade that people would give in the C. Because if no one else in your division is doing much... Well, that's the thing. Yeah. That's why I thought, once the Cubs spent a bunch of money on council, that they would be super active this offseason. And again, there are some big names still out there. But, you know, is it enough to make you go, oh my God, the Cubs are up there with the Dodgers, Braves, Phillies. Uh, I don't think people would feel that way, but maybe I'm missing the mark. So anyway, National League pennant. Dodgers plus 220, Braves plus 350, Phillies plus 550, and then a precipitous drop, as made reference to, but now I have the numbers for you. Then it goes to Mets, Diamondbacks, Padres, Cubs, and then Cardinals. Cardinals are plus 1,500. Mm, mm. Yeah, I mean, it's just, again, the the idea that baseball is slowly but surely turning into the English Premier League, where six, seven teams have a real chance of winning because they spend the most money and the rest of the teams are just kind of playing for the middle of the pack. I, 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 this might be too abstract, but I know that this show plays more like an NPR show. Yeah, but we got to talk a lot closer to the mics. And whisper. It's more essentially ASMR. Mm. The Rockies are plus 15,000 to win the National League West. <laughs> okay. So that just, that's all I need you to remember. This isn't going to be like David Blaine performing a trick here. Yeah. Gonna, one simple thing here. The Rockies are plus 15,000 to win the National League West, which is a division of five baseball teams, most of which are on the West Coast. And then you have Denver. However, when you include all the other teams in the National League, they're plus 10,000 to win the National League pennant. <laughs> so I get... Wow. So I guess that's like saying... This, for the record, is off of Bovada. That is what I am reading. So I guess they're thinking you could snag a wild card spot and make a run? Because that's the only way that that would make sense. I mean, just as a point of reference, the Cardinals are plus 200 to win the National League Central. They're plus 1,500, 7.5x, to win the National League. Yeah. I guess it's just because the Dodgers are so heavily favored to win the NL West that the... They're minus 350. Yeah, boy, minus Braves are minus two fifty win the East. That's crazy. Before the season starts, to be that favored to win the division. Di- uh, Diamondbacks at plus six fifty might be worth throwing a little taste on. I'm not telling people what to do with their money. Yeah. I'm just saying hey, you might Show want to throw a little taste. Tonight, this year, he's not pitching this I'm year. I'm just telling you. All right, we'll take a break. We have more of the little pills. Uh, Friday six shooter plus. Uh, I'm going into the text inbox. Maybe there's a deep dive where I'm shelling out thirty five dollars to somebody's Venmo for a second half of Balloon Party deep dive topic. This is Balloon Party driven by Mugganass St. Louis Acura and Mugganass Burkhardt Alton Toyota. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. I got to tell you something. Hmm. Let me tell you this. You like when I say, let me I tell do. you this. I do. I do. It's more of a QFTA thing. QFTA coming up. YouTube.com slash TMASTL. Me and Jackson are doing it every day to date. The hell? I have my golf glove in my pocket. Oh, wow. What a weird thing. Yeah. Is that, have you not worn those pants since? I don't know season? why. No, I haven't. I, I don't know. I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to wear it like yeah, Michael Jackson. <laughs> wow. Tim's really feeling himself when he does balloon party. He wears a glove like Michael Jackson. Radio gloves. 
<laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, what like a treat. Drive an F1. Let me tell you, so we're going to do QFTA, which is basically non-sports. And if we've been doing it every day so far this year, so today it'll be four out of four. Yep. I got a couple meetings right after this show, so it won't be exactly at 11.15. Some days I have sound stories. Randy Carriker's got one at 2 o'clock today. He's going to stick around here oh, really? at 2 o'clock. Look at Randy Carriker. But anyway, we'll do it at some point. Tim McKernan Show podcast feed. Uh, subscribe to that and enjoy it. What I was about to say to you, Jackson, and the wonderful people listening to this program, which is presented to you by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Burkhardt Alton Toyota, is we got a hell of a lot of deep dives I mean, the people ratcheted their game up. I could, like, if we were doing the the podcast right now, I could probably do three hours with the caliber of questions that came in. The one I have chosen is one you recommended, even though there were a bunch that I liked. And I and I did text the guy because we can text back on the one hundred one ESPN text inbox. Uh, and here it is. And I said, "Big fan, what's your Venmo?" So three one four three two six respond. But here you go, deep dive. What is the best? or most organizational altering off-season of a St. Louis sports team in your memory? Really good one. Really good one. Now, here is, for, for those of you who are a little older than, than me, and therefore a lot older than Jackson, you might be able to think of something in the 60s or 70s, and perhaps even the 80s, to bring everybody to the table... <laughs> A lot, but I like it a lot. Yeah. Why does Tim wear a glove when he does balloon party? Watch Orlovsky do it next. (laughs) (laughs) I need some diamond studs on my white golf club and my lack of hair to go up on fire while I'm doing a Munganest read. We're going to include, we're going to start, let's go 95 on. And I'm, I'm changing things for my own purposes. Usually I say 2000, but that's, that's a tell on where my answer is going to be. But Jackson, we, we, we were going through these during the commercial break and you, you were a big fan of this one. Uh, Zach, thank you very much. And thank you for responding. And thank you to both you and Piddles, sir. Love the show. God bless. Thank you. Um, So I'll Venmo you here in a commercial break. I'm going to go with one that is obviously in the 1990s. Otherwise, I wouldn't have moved back my usual timeline of 2000. But you're going with the 2011 Cardinal offseason. And I said, I'll take that all day because I was thinking going into mm-hmm. 2011. Where you're coming from is post-2011. Yep. Uh, the floor is now yours. I yield my time to the gentleman from Ladue. Well, you know, organizational altering, maybe it doesn't fall into that category, but oh, not... Oh, so you still way to dig in on this. Well, memorable was one of the also uh, of the uh, rec- prerequisites there, and not signing Albert Pujols, which meant that you probably... It wasn't memorable. I'm reading it. What is the best or most organizational oh, okay. altering offseason of a St. Louis sports team in your memory? Well, I'm still going to go with it, and... Uh, <laughs> It's because I have nothing else. It's double down season. Yeah, yeah. Well, you moved it well, back I'm gonna, to 95. I'm going presen- to present two that I think you'll agree with in in comparison. Okay. Yeah, it's just because you don't sign Albert. Albert Pools, yeah. And so you get to keep Yachty and Wayno, and then you also get the reunion, and Albert hits 700 in a Cardinal uniform. I don't think that happens if they sign him to a 10-year deal following the 2011 season. Does ever? and I mean, it's not everyone. I mean, nobody would agree on everything, but do you think 90% St. Louis Cardinal fans, St. Louis Cardinal fans, that's different than like baseball observers, of St. Louis Cardinal fans would agree with the move that the Cardinals made to not match the Angels' offer and allow him to leave at this point. Now we're talking about the benefit of results-oriented. Oh, yes, then yes. You think 90%. 
See, I don't, sometimes I get the sense on 101, I don't know about on TMA, but on 101, that there are, there are a good number of people who still are pissed that they let him leave or hmm. that he left. Take your pick, however you want to view it. Hmm. To yeah. me, it was a no-brainer in the moment. I wrote a column about it in 2010 about how they can't sign him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would think that... How they shouldn't sign him, I should say. I mean, they certainly could, but I didn't want them to. Sure. I would think that, I would think it's up over 80%. Eight out of 10 people would be okay. like, yeah, it was the right move. I mean, when you look at the history, obviously he didn't like just fall off the face of the earth, but when you're having foot issues at his position... Well, it's all about value. Right. It's like right. Doug this morning on TMA was talking about spending $8.50 for a soft drink last night at the Enterprise Center. And maybe we all enjoy a soft drink. Maybe all the time. Maybe now and again. Either way, I, I think few would say, yes, that 16 ounces was worth $8.50. Right. Now, maybe you ball so hard. And if you do, I tip my cap. But I think even if you do ball hard, you wouldn't say, oh, $8.50 for a soft drink, that's value. So it comes down to how do you view something through the lens of value? And I don't think anybody would say that Albert Pools gave the Angels value. That's just an assessment of math. Meanwhile, you've seen contracts, you go, oh my goodness, that's great value. Like the Blues defenseman right now, I think a lot of people go, boy, that's a little rough when it comes to value. Uh, My answer, I'm going to give you two. Uh, The 2018 offseason for the Blues. Getting Ryan O'Reilly. And and it was just like a series of like 24, 48 hours where it went from angst to euphoria. And then the start of the season started off so poorly, hence the firing of Mike Yo. So it was this roller coaster mm-hmm. all the way up until then it just took off starting in January and Gloria. And the one I'm going to use that may not be as popular now because of what has transpired, but I think the Rams going into 99 with Marshall Falk, and really even though it didn't wind up impacting that team, Trent Green, mm. along with Tory Holt, yeah. um, I feel like I'm leaving somebody out on that team, too, but maybe I'm not. I'm sure people text in. Yeah, but there it is. People are agreeing with it, and I haven't even said it yet. Yeah, 20, 2018, 19 Blues, and and the 99. That, that, to me, that's it. I don't know if the car The Cardinals had like a, a period of, from 99 through 2002 in particular, because that's when they acquired Roland, but that was, a, that was a mid-season deal. They traded Bud Smith and Mike Timlin for Scott Roland. Uh, and then 2000, when they acquired Edmonds, right at the tail end of spring training for Kent Bodenfield and Adam Kennedy, and you say these things, and you're like, oh my God, I right. can't believe they did this. They also brought in Daryl Kyle. They brought in Edgar Renteria. That was organizational shaping and set the tone for what was a dominant run in the National League Central for the Cardinals and that the battles with the Astros, but they didn't happen in one off season. It, right. was, it, was, it was a it's matter like a of... period. Yes. Yeah. But the Cardinals really benefited from the model that they still kind of utilize the Rockies for, which is team broke, contract coming up, and we're going to take advantage of that. And they did that, and I think it started really with Mark McGuire and the A's in 97, but McGuire didn't necessarily lead to postseason success, albeit he was with the Cardinals in 2000 and 2001. 99 Rams and Marshall Falk alone, much less the Rams also going out and getting Trent Green. Of course, Green getting hurt, and that's not how it'll wind up playing out. I just remember... Jack Snow, um, the late, great Jack Snow. Man, there's a guy. You're going to love that Jack Snow. Um, it, it was just because it it's like when Gabe tells the story of the 2007 Missouri team and how I think it was Lorenzo Williams walked up to him and said, saw his preseason prediction was like eight wins or something, which was high for Missouri yeah. at the time. And he's like, man, 
we aren't we aren't going to lose. And I think then he played eleven games, maybe he played twelve. He goes, but we aren't going to lose three games. Yeah. You know, that just didn't happen. And then they didn't. They they lost two, but one of them was the Big Twelve championship. Same thing with the '99 Rams. Like the Rams were a punchline. Now I realize when they exited, they were a punchline, but they were a, they were an unproven punchline going into that season. And so it's kind of like when you would see like a Missouri guy in the '90s or '80s. How's Missouri football going to be? Ha, ha, ha. That's why fans used to throw oranges on the field satirically, because that means when Missouri scores their first touchdown of the year, they'll be going to the Orange Bowl, of course. <laughs> Nobody really believing it. How are the Rams going to be? You know, how bad is it going to be? And I remember Jack Snow telling my father, because my dad was the general sales manager at KFNS at the time, and Jack Snow was doing a show at KFNS. Uh, he goes, they are really good. This is going to be a really good football team. And I think my dad thought, oh, he's just a Rams fan. And he's, and, but he was, he would occasionally work with the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And when you think about the wide receivers on yeah, that team, I mean, I mean, two of them are going to be in Canton when yep. it's all said and done, whether Hulk goes in now or in the next few years. He's been on the ballot for five years. But in addition, Oz Akeem, in addition, Ricky Prohl. Yeah. And, uh, and then they also, I don't know why I was doing this with my family watching 99 Rams highlights over the Christmas break. They had a kick returner in Tony Horn, who was a game changer. Now, the rules were different for the kickoffs then, but he ran a kickoff back against the Vikings in that playoff game. He did it against that big, the 49ers and the big win there as well. So that was a facet, and he was a wide receiver, albeit not really used as a wide receiver. So they had so Falk much depth passes. there. And, of course, so Falk absolutely yeah. caught passes for touchdowns. So... That would be one. Uh, the non-ling texted me, and he said, what about the 2004 Cardinals off-season? But I don't really know. I don't know what they did off-season-wise. Ed Walker? Like, going that into four? That, that, that was, like, one of the only stories I've ever... Well, I've had some, but I just don't care to mess with them and break them. <laughs> but I broke that one because I actually got to see his jersey. Uh, uh, or I was told by the Bat Boy that I just saw his jersey. I think this is how I had that story. Nice. Um, so I'm like, I can feel good about this one. I'll go ahead and go with this one. Yeah. Um, but that was in the middle of the season. That was actually after July 31st. So I don't know what they did going into 04 that was so big. Because Carpenter was acquired before the 03 season. Um, and Woody Williams was already there. Morris was already there. Marquis maybe came over with yeah, Wainwright, perhaps. But I mean, that wasn't like world-changing. Yeah. And you already had Edmonds rolling in pools yeah. in the middle. I mean, I guess Reggie Sanders? At the moment. like uh, I said Supan, Marquis, King, and Womack. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's solid. I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I'm going to put that below the 99 Rams and the 18, 19 blues yeah and especially for what you got Falk for a second and fifth round pick and you get one of the best running backs of all yeah. time i mean you look back on that <laughs> god it's such a shame yep such a shame i wish i was, i'm I gonna go into a dark place i'm gonna go into the winter of my discontent now yeah. and i paid 35 dollars for it too yeah, all right now it. we got a break this is balloon party on one speed we're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Venmo's been sent to Zach Jackson. Hell yeah. Thank you, Zach, for the question. Well Thanks. done. Uh, $35 for your efforts. We pay. We always pay our debts here on Balloon Party. And we also wear. <laughs> I forgot you're still wearing that. Gloves. <laughs> it's the Thriller album version of 
balloon party, the thriller era. Uh, welcome back, BK and Ferrario, live from uh, Centene, coming up at 11 o'clock. Uh, Jackson and I will be live on uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash TMASTL at some point, possibly right around 11.15. I don't know, I got a couple meetings. Just a couple meetings, Jackson. It'll be fine. I'm hanging out. What do you got nice. going on this weekend? What's going on with you? What's a, what's a 25-year-old in St. Louis, the Roman Empire of the 21st century Americana do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, what period of the Roman Empire? Either way. Uh, probably laying low for the most part. Yeah, so cryptic, terrible answer. Uh, well, I'll be in Memphis, Tennessee next weekend. What do you got going on there? Going to Graceland. Uh, doubtful, but uh, I'll be around there. My brother and I, every year, like to take a trip to a different uh, NBA city and watch a couple games. So this year we're going to Memphis, catching the... They're playing the Clippers on the Friday night, and they're playing the New York Knicks on Saturday night. Oh, yeah. And then you're going to go over to Nashville and check out the Predators. Uh, no, uh, n- no, no, I don't mm. think that's going to happen. I've been near Smashville, that mm-hmm. stadium. They do it right with their stadium placement for both the Titans and the Predators right there next to the Broadway strip thing there. Perfect. You roll right out, right into the bars. Super cool. It is a glorious setup. Yeah, it's perfect. That's how all stadiums like you need to have everything right there it's perfect well i mean it's chicken and egg you gotta have that kind of stretch not every uh city has that well i mean we have the landing and i'll put that up against anything but i you know similar to my rose bowl thing i don't care about the logistics just make it happen right stat i went to a do high school i don't wait clip that off that's a promo Yeah, so Let's probably see what I got. I got it. Life. My son's got a skate today, tomorrow, and then two on Sunday. Wow, getting working. And then I went to the range with uh, both the one-year-old and oh, really? the six-year-old yesterday. Nice. And they both wanted to go. I'm going. Hell yeah! What are we doing here? <laughs> if you want to do it, maybe that's why you have the golf glove in your uh, in your pocket. That's, I know that is actually why. Because okay, it was sitting in my car. I'm like, oh, I don't want to forget it, so I'll put it in my pant. And then I thought, you know what? At 10:45, I'll wear it on 101 ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I shall do. All right, uh, BK and Ferrario are coming up next. Thank you to uh, all the uh, active listeners in the Air Comfort Service text line and the YouTube chat. Have a wonderful weekend for Jackson Burkett. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Munganess Burkhardt Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN and the 101 ESPN YouTube channel. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.